This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, the business station. Good afternoon. This is Earth Matters on The Bigger Picture. I'm Juliet Jacobs. The SWAP project was launched in late 2018 by Jada Chong and Jamie Choi, two young women who, and I'm quoting here, are passionate about sustainability in a fashionable way. Fashion, of course, has a huge environmental cost, and it's estimated that the fashion industry is currently responsible for more annual carbon emissions than all international flights and maritime shipping combined. How can pre-loved clothing swap meets like the SWAP project make a change in the way we think about fashion? and our personal consumption. Well, Jada joins me to discuss this and more. Welcome, Jada. How are you today? Hi, hello. I'm good. Thank you so much for joining me, Jada. Really lovely to have you uh, in the studio with me today. So, you know, I was reading that it was like wasteful overconsumption uh, on fast fashion. Uh, That was what made you first want to reduce your own personal shopping of clothes, right? Can you tell me a little bit about what's, you know, what sparked that change for you? Um, I think it's, you know, recently there's, the past few years there's been a lot of awareness about environmental and also sustainability. So that's when I understand this topic more. And uh, personally, I used to shop a lot. <laughs> yeah, I'm a shopaholic. <laughs> to a point where uh, sometimes one design, I have few colours. <laughs> yeah, it's really bad. Okay. Yeah, so when I begin to realise how bad the fast fashion industry was mm-hmm. and how bad was my shopping habit, um, so that's when I noticed that I, sh- I, sh- I should start making a change. Yeah, mm-hmm. so, um, yeah so that's, that's how I begin... That was something that changed for you. So that was back in 2018, am I correct? Or um, earlier than that? Probably between uh, mid-2017 to 2018, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Was it something that you were reading about or, you know, how, I mean, where did you get the information or what was it that sort of like made you realise this was the issue? Were you reading more articles about it? What was it? Yeah, definitely. Reading more articles online and, uh, you know, sometimes on social media, you watch videos. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. Okay. So that's when I realised... Something was not quite right, right? Yes. But don't worry, I know many people who, you know, when they find a design that they like, they buy it in all the colours. So you're not alone <laughs> in that, but yeah. <laughs> um, but for anyone uh, who's unfamiliar with it, right, can you give us a crash course in fast fashion and perhaps why it's considered so unsustainable? Mm. Uh, fast fashion is unsustainable. It's because, uh, number one, they produce in huge quantity, like huge quantity, because they cater to uh, all over the world. Uh, okay. For example, brands like, you know, the big brands like Zara, H&M, all those. Yeah, so they, they produce a lot. Uh, and number two, of course, um, it's the workers that they employ. Mm-hmm. Um, the work environment, the work condition is really bad. Uh, you can imagine in a small uh, of a building, a factory, they just cram as many people as possible and they just cram as many machines that they can. Yeah. yeah. And of course, the workers, they work in very long hours. Yeah. And they are paid very little. Yeah. It's basically, you know, sweatshops, isn't it? That's what mm. it's called. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, other than that, of course, it's the material, the quality of the material, it's really bad. Um, and also the kind of material that they use, it's uh, a lot of microplastic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So those are also bad for the environment. Yeah. So yeah. This, th- these are just a few things about why fast fashion industry is so unsustainable. 
Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm sure you know this, of course, you know, the fashion revolution, right? So a few years ago, we actually spoke to Carrie Summers, who is the founder of um, uh, Fashion Revolution. And uh, basically, you know, that was uh, that kind of stemmed from the uh, April 2013 collapse of the Rana Plaza factory building in Bangladesh, right? And that mm-hmm. one killed thousands of people, left thousands more injured. You know, it, it basically brought worldwide attention to the sort of appalling conditions, you know, uh, working mm-hmm. conditions of garment factories that you were talking about, uh, you know, uh, who produce these clothing for the world's retail stores, right? And and that fashion revolution was born from that incident and basically calls um, for accountability in the process of making clothes, right? And the thing about, you know, fast fashion is that, you know, we, we know that there's a rising sort of global middle class, right? And that means, of course, more consumption. I think you and I both have been guilty of that. Mm. Clothing is so cheap, it's easily available. Uh, And I think as we saw during the pandemic and even before that, we don't even need to leave our homes anymore, right, to buy cheap clothes. What ideally would you say we should ask ourselves to consider before we buy an article of clothing? Mm, uh, Before we buy, we should think about whether we would wear it or do we really need it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because sometimes, uh, you, you, if you realize if you are, if you are, sometimes all of us have a specific fashion style, so you notice each time when you buy, it's always the similar style. Mm-hmm. So perhaps you already have such clothing. Yeah. So before you buy, you should consider whether you already have this fashion style. Number two is, do you really need it? And of course, number three, think about whether this brand that you're supporting, it's uh, it's sustainable or a good option or is it fast fashion, you know, or is it locally made? Yeah, so all these kind of uh, small little things I think you can find online. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. And so you can do your own due diligence basically, right? Read yeah. up about the brand, find yes. out the, I guess, the supply chains or where these, or just look at the label, isn't it, and see where it's made. Simple as that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and I was reading this other article um, and they, uh, the person there who also, you know, is against fast fashion was saying that the most sustainable thing to do is to wear what's already in your wardrobe. Mm. Uh, so that's number one, uh, I think, alluding to what you said just now. Next would be sort of swapping and renting before finally resorting to buying new items. Would you agree with that order of things? Yes, I definitely agree. <laughs> <laughs> is that something you practice in your own life? Uh, yes, yes. Mm. Actually, I stopped shopping for quite a while okay yeah since i started the swap project okay yeah so um yeah you you don't really have to buy if you just try to be sustainable and try to swap lifestyle because mm-hmm. for the past two three years i've been swapping and i have a lot of clothes to wear <laughs> Yeah. So it's because, like, I guess that's where, you know, um, having this sort of community really comes in handy, right? Because you have a, a bunch of like-minded souls. But I anyway, will get to that in a little bit. Mm. I guess, you know, we become so accustomed to, like, having the latest fashion or, you know, having something new, isn't it? How can we start to normalise the re-wearing of clothes, you know, and wearing clothes that other people used to own? Mm. I, I think this is a very good point to bring up because uh, when, throughout the years when I'm running the SWAP project, a lot of people give me feedback saying that, oh, it's secondhand clothes, you know, some something that people wore before, you know, is it clean? But I just want to take this opportunity to explain that they are just clothes, <laughs> you know, and you can wash them. Yeah, and I feel, I think there's nothing wrong wearing secondhand clothing mm-hmm. um, because it's just a piece that you put over your body. Um, and if you're, you're worried about the hygiene. You can always wash it. You know, sometimes a tips for 
everyone who's listening, you know, when you're washing in your laundry, just add a little bit of bleach. That will really help to clean the clothes properly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So I think I think this is uh, something that we need to constantly uh, talk about to the people that we meet, to make them realize that secondhand clothing it's uh, not an issue. You know, it's not it's not a taboo. Yeah. So I think to um, uh, I think the the best way is to always talk about it, bring it up, and then share. Get uh, get them to experience it themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I I remember the first time I sort of realized that you know I could buy secondhand clothes. It was when I was studying in Australia, right? And you know they have all these secondhand shops. Uh, like they call it Good Sammy and all of that. So you know people donate their clothes and then they sell it for charities, right? And I was like, what is this madness? It's so cool because mm-hmm. we didn't really have it here in Malaysia at the time because this was back in the early two thousands, mm-hmm. right? And it was so wonderful. It was so liberating, you know, not to spend so much money on clothes, especially you know as a student, you don't really have that much. Um, but being able to buy like winter winter clothes secondhand, you know, things, real necessities mm. um, and not pay like crazy amounts for it and at the end of it, the clothes were really good condition, you know, never mind. And you obviously when you buy it, you're going to wash it, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're not going to just like put it on, you're going to clean it first and like you would your own clothes, right? Or new clothes as well. So yes. it's, it's a very strange sort of concept that people don't like. like people think like it's weird to wear someone yeah, else's I, I think it's the mindset this day, like new is good, new yeah. is cool. Yeah. 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 Like you have to, and you have to keep, uh, and you can't wear the same thing twice or, you oh, know, yeah. you can't be seen wearing the same thing too often because they're like, oh, what is it you're going to, or, yeah. you know, some silly things, right? Exactly. I, I think that's why it's the mindset that we need to educate. Mm. You know, uh, you know, especially when you attend wedding, you always yes. don't want to wear the same dress. Because in the pictures, right? <laughs> yeah, but to me, it's fine. If I've, if, I had I found I swapped one very nice dress that I wear to many weddings. <laughs> yeah. So it doesn't, it doesn't matter. matter, right? Yeah, I mean, as long as you're happy, I feel I'm happy in that dress. Yeah, and and you're, you know, following the sort of dress code that is, you know, prescribed for these sorts of functions, right? What does it matter that, you know, it's the same dress in every in in every wedding, right? You're still yeah. you're there. That's what, you know, people want you there for, right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> okay. So a lot of myths to debunk. Um, but let's just go for a quick break, Jada. When we come back, let's talk about how you started the SWAP project and how you got it off the ground. I'm speaking today to Jada Chong. She's the founder of the SWAP project. The SWAP project was launched back in 2018 as an answer to sustainability in fashion where, you know, people don't have to buy clothes. They can swap clothes and, you know, reduce the amount of clothes that go into the landfill. We'll discuss that more after this quick break. Keep it right here on Earth Matters on The Bigger Picture, BFM 89.9. Welcome back. This is Earth Matters on The Bigger Picture. I'm Juliet Jacobs. With me today in the studio, Jada Chong. She is the founder of The Swap Project. The Swap Project was launched back in 2018 by Jada and also Jamie Choi. Uh, They were two women who were passionate about sustainability in a fashionable way. Uh, Jada is, of course, here to talk about, you know, why, uh, you know, fashion has such a huge environmental cost and how a simple thing like pre-loved clothing swap meets like The Swap Project can make a change in the way we think about fashion and personal consumption. So, Jada, take me back to 2018. Like, um, talk to me about starting the SWAP project here in Malaysia. How did you get the idea, and how did the I- how did you get that idea off the ground? Oh, um, the idea is just very simple. One day, my friend Jamie called me up and said, "Hey, my friend is migrating. She gave me a bunch of clothes. Uh, why don't you come and pick up some?" Yeah, so I went over. We were both picking, and then the idea just sparked. Like, hey, you know, this is something really nice as girls. Yeah. We get to pick clothes and decide what choose what we want to wear. So then we thought maybe we should have something like that for mm-hmm. other people to experience as well. 
So then we were discussing and immediately the same night, we actually started the Facebook page and the Instagram page. You and guys, wow. <laughs> yeah, and then we opened a Google form. We thought, let's just run one swap probably two weeks later. Mm -hmm. So that's when we actually um, uh, uh, get this started. Yeah, uh, so when we first started, uh, there weren't, we, we, did, we did not know how to market this to the right group of people. Sure. Yeah, so we're just posting on our own personal page and then uh, later on, we shared on the Facebook groups such as the Zero, Zero Waste group. So that's when people uh, begin to know about the project. Mm -hmm. But the first one that we organised, there was zero turn up. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, so we end up went for a drink. <laughs> but I mean, that didn't, you know, you weren't sort of like defeated by that. You continued, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, because we, we were quite determined that we wanted to make this work, mm -hmm. that we want people to experience this. So we organized another one. When we share it to the right market target group, then uh, 10 people show up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, zero to 10. Well, <laughs> very well done. Yeah. And where would you sort of like um, have these sorts of, I guess, swap meets, right? Where would you meet? Yeah. How did you sort of like handle the logistics? Um, the first few sessions, we actually did it at Jamie's place, okay. uh, her apartment. Mm -hmm. um, but later on, we felt this should be... Uh, organized at a public place okay. so we went to a rest restaurant in SS2 mm -hmm. yeah so uh, then we actually went to a couple of places so for us we don't have a fixed location um, the swap project actually travels around to a different area because we one of our objective is to actually educate uh, people from different area about uh, clothes swap and also fashion sustainability okay yeah, so each time we go to different locations, we'll notice there are different groups of people. And of course, there are followers that would come to every swap meet. Yeah, so I, I, I felt I like this format because I get to meet different people. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and talk to me a little bit about, you know, how it works exactly, right? So I know there's some guidelines, you know, there are some things that people need to follow. Uh, how does one get involved in a swap project? Um, to participate in the SWAP project event is very simple. Um, you are required to bring minimum five pieces of clothes that are still in good condition. Mm -hmm. When we say good condition, it's no hole, no stain, you know, zipper is still in good condition, uh, you know, elastic band is still in good condition. Sure. Yeah, I, I must clarify, I must clarify this because sometimes people, um, the, uh, when, we talk, when we talk about good conditions, some people have different expectations. Yeah. yeah. So um, uh, then usually we have a Google form online. They just have to register. Mm -hmm. And then there's also a registration fee. Currently, we are charging 50 ringgit. Okay. So when they come to the event, they can swap back 10 pieces. So regardless, there are dresses, tops, pants, uh, shoes, even handbags and accessories. So okay. anything fashion. Okay, and yeah. and that and it's a maximum of ten. Yes, and there was a reason that you placed the maximum amount. Yes, there is. Uh, in the past, when we first started, we actually didn't have a have a, a maximum. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So people can take unlimited. I yeah. can imagine where that went. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, there as to actually surprise it, there were a lot of people who are very moderate but there are also some that are not moderate. Okay. So that's the reason why we put a cap. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. I was reading they brought like luggage bags, right? And just kind oh, of... Oh, yes. 
they just oh. cram as many as they can. Oh dear. Okay, okay. Yeah. And of course, um, in terms of guidelines also, as you mentioned earlier, so it needs to be washed, right? It needs to be in clean condition mm. and um, working condition, you know, not something you've been using for 20 years, which is really like, you know, next the next step is rags, right? But mm. uh, those are the things that you shouldn't bring. And um, in terms of like, I know some people will be saying like, oh, is it just like, you know, people who are excess bringing their clothes? Or do you find a wide range of sizes and styles coming into, uh, in, in, you know, for these sort of swap projects? Oh, yes, definitely. We have sizes from S all the way up to L and above. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there are many, many styles. We have modest wear that's suitable for Muslims. And we also have uh, uh, t- your typical dresses, mini skirts, uh, sleeveless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we also have a lot of... Uh, Traditional wear like cheongsam, saris. We have a lot of saris. Oh, really? Okay. Yes, yes. Okay. And okay, so there's a wide range of sizes and styles. And mm. um, and um, how often do you guys have um have these swap uh, swap meets? Um, we try to organize once a month. Yeah, okay, that's right. our target. <laughs> and I guess, you know, earlier we were talking about how some people have this misconception that, oh, you know, the clothes are dirty or whatever. Are there any other misconceptions about swap projects that you'd like to debunk? Um, yeah, before people joining, we receive a lot of PM messages asking like, you know, what if I can't find something that I like mm-hmm. and I have already registered. And paid the 50 ringgit, is yes, it? Okay. Yes, yes. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I want to debunk this mis- misconception that, you know, worrying of not being able to find something because there's just so many clothes in our inventory and on that day itself people who come to swap they will also bring their five pieces so there are a lot of um, clothing to choose from what is required is patience (laughs) okay going through everything yes going through everything and because there was just so many clothes and some we aren't able to hang them Mm. so some we actually fold them and stack them on tables so it's really like treasure hunting, mm-hmm. like finding the right pieces for you. Yeah. And to be patient, to really go through piece by piece. And you find really good stuff like saris yeah. or or good condition dresses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And casual wear as well. I mean, some people are just all work, work clothes, right? Yeah. You know, yep. all sorts of things there. Yes. Okay. All right. So just be patient. And I was reading that just last week you had a Chinese New Year swap special, right? And that was really interesting to me because I think uh, we know that culturally uh, for Chinese New Year, you're supposed to buy something new, isn't it? And mm. and how, how did that work for you guys? You know, that, you know, you don't necessarily need something brand new for Chinese New Year. Uh, how are you making that, how is that becoming more acceptable? Are you seeing that more, you know, especially in your little community? Yes, yes, definitely. Um, you know, I, I just now I mentioned we try to do swap once a month. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes if we are too busy, uh, we are unable to organize swaps. But uh, the, there's a few seasons that we uh, make sure that we organize, which is Chinese New Year. Mm. Yes, um, before Chinese New Year. Because there are a lot of uh, swappers who are really waiting to swap before Chinese New Year. Sure. Yeah, so it's great to see that as we launched the project for a couple of years and, and we re- realised that there are a lot of new joiners who are what after they experience and they really like it and they want to continue this lifestyle. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, swapping for Chinese New Year, um, I can see that the, the acceptance level has picked up. Uh, a lot 
of people are more open to this concept of swapping rather than buying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I think it's, it's good. Yeah. Okay, all right. So that, that, that's really promising to hear because, you know, I mean, culturally it's so entrenched, right, that you must buy brand new clothing mm-hmm. um, and, and, and not just for Chinese New Year, for perhaps any sort of uh, festival here in Malaysia, right? So it's nice to see that Malaysians are, you know, it's new for you, right? It's mm-hmm. not, maybe not brand new, but it is new for you anyway, yep. right? Yeah. <laughs> so again, it goes back to that whole mindset change and that, you know, uh, change in the way of thinking in terms of like what you guys have the inventory right so what happens if i mean is is there a point where you know you need to recycle the clothes or or you know there's just too much that you can't handle it what happens um sometimes people don't uh bring and sometimes they don't swap okay they just choose to donate okay so those that we receive we always screen through and Quality check. Okay. Yeah. So those that are not suitable to swap, we will usually drop it at different location. So uh, there are places, recycling center like Ciji. And recently, I also found out there's an NGO called Green Action mm-hmm. where they actually use um, uh, materials to turn them into something new like bags or pubs. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. So uh, we will also pass out the clothes to them as well. And some that are really bad condition, can't be worn at all, cannot be used, we will drop it in the cloth care bin. Okay. And cloth yeah. care, of course, is the one that does recycling of uh, of yes. materials, right? Yes. Okay. All right. So so there is that sort of circular economy process going on. So it's very, very good. It's closed loop in that sense, right? Mm-hmm. It's yeah. wonderful. And we, we try to control as much as possible. We, we try not to waste as much as possible as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we are doing our best in this area. La. No, it's wonderful. <laughs> Definitely. You know, I, I guess, you know, just some people might be wondering because, you know, you mentioned you bring, you get so much of clothes, right? There's so much volume, right? What happens? You know, if somebody really doesn't want that particular article of clothing, but yeah. as you mentioned, it can be upcycled. You know, there's a lot of different, different sort of like little um, organizations working to, to to make sure that you know it comes to something, right? So that's mm-hmm. wonderful. And you know, for you personally, right? You've been doing this for uh, quite a few uh, quite a few years now. How has your life changed? You know, once since you started swapping clothes. Um, I feel that this is something very empowering for me because uh, I that definitely feel that I'm doing something, making a change and uh, educating more people to adopt this sustainable lifestyle. Yeah. And uh, of course, my lifestyle change, um, I think it also changes my mindset. Yeah. Because I last time I used to be focusing a lot on about what, what to wear mm-hmm. and what brand I should buy. Mm-hmm. But because of this lifestyle, it really changed me. I, I, I try to live a simpler life and, you know, slowly, gradually, I feel brand is not important to me anymore. And um, sometimes clothing design or, or fashion, it doesn't really matter to me anymore. Sometimes okay. I just want to wear something comfortable. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And sometimes I just want to feel pretty and I'll put on a pink dress like today. <laughs> You look very lovely in it, by yeah, the way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, I, yeah. So, I, I guess this these are the changes that yeah. happens to me, and and I'm very happy with these changes, and I 
I hope to continue on with what I'm doing. Yeah. yeah. And I'm sure, you know, you're saving a lot of money as well. I mean, it's not just saving the environment, but it's also saving your own money as well, isn't it? Yep, yep. Yeah. And I was also reading, you know, I was going through your website and there's a um, there's a swap uh, swap project for kids as well. Is that something that you're trying to encourage uh, as well? That is something that I would want to do in the near future. Okay, yeah. okay. So not quite yet, but you're... Yeah. And so the clothing now, is it generally mostly women's clothing or are we getting men's clothing as well? Uh, we have men's clothing as well. Mm-hmm. But of course, when it comes to fashion swap, there's more female. <laughs> but we are definitely trying to build up the men's section because uh, there are a small groups of uh men that actually enjoy swapping. Okay. Yeah. I know my husband's one of them, you know, like he... he the, oh, the, wow. The more, the more like he didn't have to buy it, the more he likes the clothes, you know. I mean, mm. you know, buy it brand new. Like he loves clothes that, you know, like secondhand. I don't know, something about him as well. So, and I think kids is wonderful because, you know, they outgrow the clothes so quickly. Yeah. Uh, and you've got like practically pristine clothes that, you know, they've outgrown in like a month or so, right? And you're just like, oh gosh, what do I do with it, right? Mm. So it's wonderful to have these sort of swap projects for kids because you know, between the ages, right, as they're growing so fast. So yeah. that's really helpful to parents, I would say. And you have something, as you mentioned, the SWAP Project Empowerment. So that's where mm-hmm. you're doing that sort of um, outreach and education as well? Yep, correct. Okay. And how yeah. is that working out for you? Like, do, like, do you accept people like calling you in to give talks and things like that? How does it work? Uh, yes, definitely. So um, some uh, some colleges have invited us to share about the SWAP Project. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, we also received some inquiries from colleges to actually organise swap yeah yeah and uh last time you also did one swap with the ywca mm-hmm. yeah so there were we will have a lot of clothing so we just wanted to give it away okay yeah so we organized a swap with them yeah okay okay so you're slowly you know building that community you know it's mm-hmm. really uh making it's uh you know it's reaching out to a lot of different people um in terms of like um the next so it, it's every month as you mentioned earlier right um how can we join the next swap meet you know what 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 do we need to do before we join um for all swap uh, meet we will organize it and share it out through our social media platform. Okay. So uh, you can follow our Facebook and Instagram because that's when that that's the only channel we communicate. Okay. To fair be enough. Yeah. 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 Okay. So yeah, once you see that we are organizing one, you can definitely just click the link and sign up. Okay. And mm-hmm. and again if you want to join, you just need uh, what was it, ten articles? Of clothing or, or something? or uh, Bring minimum five. Bring a minimum of five. Okay. Yes, and then uh, register online and then you can swap back 10 pieces. Ah, yes. Okay, so bring mm. five, swap, you can take back 10 mm. uh, and registration is 50 ringgit. Yes. And uh, just be patient, right? When you're looking yep. for stuff, yep. <laughs> you're bound to find something there. And I mean, who, who, a lot of us just spend 50 ringgit on one article of clothing, yeah, right? Exactly. So it's really not that much. Well, thank you so much, Jada, um, for joining me today. Any last message that you'd like to leave our listeners with? Perhaps, you know, ahead of Chinese New Year as well. Oh, um, I would like to share our tagline, <laughs> swap more, buy less. <laughs> definitely, definitely. And it's really, I mean, it's a small little step, but really makes such a huge impact, right? Like, like you said, you've not bought new clothing in, what, four or five years? Mm, since 2018. 2018, yeah. so that's, yeah, yeah, that's coming to five years. That's crazy, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, all right. Well, thank you so much, Jada, for joining me today. Uh, I've been speaking to Jada Chong. She is the founder of The Swap Project. If you'd like to find out more, again, just search for The Swap Project on Instagram and also Facebook. Uh, you also have a website, which is theswapproject.com. All the information is there. Do join the next one. Uh, and if you miss any part of our conversation today, you can always download the podcast at bfm.my slash earth or you can find it on the BFM app. This has been Earth Matters on The Bigger Picture, BFM 89.9. 
You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.